danger. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Caffeine and Sensu Beans podcast. I am One Kick Man, joined by Chiween. Chiween, how are you doing, dude? I am doing pretty good, man. Just uh, you know, it was a it was a day full of soccer. Right now, I just came back from the store because I needed uh, our shower head broke. But uh, but other than that, it's been a pretty good day. Um, you know, some good soccer games going on. Got the best team in the world playing right now. So Pretty crazy, the main event this is, basically. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a pretty big event that's playing right now. So uh, it's El Salvador versus Guatemala. Oh, and, dude, uh, that's crazy. That's like uh, your heritage right there in, in, in on the field, right? On the field. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's quite it's quite the it's quite the gift, you know, it's quite a, <laughs> quite a, quite a treat. A show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't have asked for a better treat, you know, who, um, who do you root for in these type of scenarios? It's about. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a nectar. Damn. Hey, you know what though? Uh my dad showed me uh jerseys, their jerseys. I don't know if it's like a fake or it was an alternate color. It look they look really nice. The black um, one? Yeah. Yeah, it's their alternative one. That, yeah, one's that one's pretty tight. tight. Yeah, yeah. pretty tight. The black and gold one. Yeah, that one's cool. Yeah. Um I'm sure he's not watching. I, I, they it don't right look now. bad though. They don't look they don't look as horrible as they've done in the past. I, at least at least I don't think so. But then again, they're also playing against like the Choriceros together. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like I don't know how much of a of a real test that is. But yeah, they, they don't look as horrible as they've as they've looked in the past. Guatemala, though, on the other hand, they look pretty bad. Dude, El Salvador, like um I feel like El Salvador and Guatemala were always kind of neck and neck, but Guatemala was just a little bit better. Like they mm-hmm. had better players, but mm-hmm. now I feel like uh, Guatemala has fallen into some abyss. Like I, I know El Salvador has, but but Guatemala, like I haven't heard of them in forever. Like their national team, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're like. Uh, how they they're doing, scandal, if I'm not mistaken, they just went through like a scandal through the FIFA. I mean, just as the Salvador, Salvador guy, like how ridiculous is the scandal that Salvador got caught in, in the soccer, in the soccer world. And if you don't know anything the, about the, the one where Central they were American f- soccer, like it's corrupt. Just know shit. that, that every team in Central America is pretty much just garbage. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not, we're not at the level where we need to be, but you know, it's, uh, it's okay. But it's, it's, yeah, like I think uh, they've both been through scandals, but Guatemala recently just went through a scandal. Oh, uh, I forget why they were going to get like kicked out of FIFA or something, something along the lines of that, and then something happened to bring them back. Right. Like right now, they're not even supposed to be in this tournament, but because the other team Curacao got <laughs> tested positive yeah, for Curacao COVID, had that's COVID, crazy, and, like bro. they're just like, well, let's bring in the let's bring in the boys. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I know, dude. It's 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 just I don't know, um, man. But you know what though. Yeah, we can get into the whole like national team, like the soccer over there, and like where it needs help. But uh, it's 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 rough right now. It's rough. Yeah, it's it's a whole it's a whole podcast within itself. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's a whole conversation within itself. Yeah, it would really need its the, own the podcast. Sta- the status of of Central American soccer is just yeah. It, that would be the podcast right itself. there. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Uh, doing doing good. Um. Let's see. Uh, I told you I was looking for a gaming PC, and I'm yeah. telling you, dude. Like, um, every time I like Google one of them, I'm super uh-huh. tempted to buy one, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it, cause, like, let's be honest, dude. I'm not using the full power of it right now, right uh-huh. now. But, but, in the future, maybe. Um, so that may be a future purchase. Uh, and then. I watched watched the Copa America final yesterday. Thought the game was pretty garbage, to be honest. Yeah. Um, do you watch it? I, I mean, we were we were having our meeting at that time, That's and right. I was under the impression that it was today. You so thought they I, say, yeah, yeah. I was under the impression that it was today, and uh, so I didn't watch the game. I watched like the last ten minutes, and it was, you know, 
I mean, we were talking about it yesterday a little bit, but I mean, the Argentina players, dude, I mean, bless their hearts off, but like, come on, man, like some of the ridiculousness in regards to like fouls and stuff, like they were acting like they got sniped. Yeah, dude, like, that's it was, like I... a little, like a little touch, dude. And they were like, they were just rolling on the ground, like crazy, dude, like the dude. whole field. Nuts, man. Yeah, like I, I hate that about the sport in general now, dude. Um, uh, it's gotten super soft, bro. Like, just bounty soft, bro. You know, yeah. Um, they, they don't like to stand. You know, they don't like to stand the 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 fouls. I mean, you know, it's hard. You know, they they've uh, I mean, the sport itself has kind of gotten a little bit more like like I don't want to say lenient on it, but like it, you know, there's just some like the England game where like they gave them penalty like. Dude, that was not a penalty. That wasn't a penalty, dog. Like, let's let's quit lying yeah, ourselves. That, that was not that a, penalty, was a penalty. Bro. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. The, the the new breed of soccer players, like that's kind of what they, that's kind of what what their thing is to an extent. Right. Not right. not every not every soccer player, not every new yeah, player, not, but not like, every, yeah. but you know, some of the bigger ones, like I would say, Neymar is like I think a big. He's a big huge culprit, culprit in that. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know. Which is unfortunate because he is really good, but um, like his 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 theatrics overshadow his talent at times, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's like, dude, you know, I don't I don't really mind him crying. Like uh, I don't think that that's bad, but like I, for a part of me is just like, dog, are you faking this? Like you know, yeah. what I'm saying like it's just it, like it almost feels like forced, disingenuous. Yeah, like it almost feels disingenuous. Even when they lost with PSG, like it's just. That's just like his pattern. Like he kind of just disappears in the last in the last game. He does. And then he huh? cries, and it's like, and then like, dude, no, dude, no. you're relying uh, freaking Richardi song to to do something. Jesus Christ! Is this for our Brazilian fans? Because you know what, we actually have a lot of listeners in Brazil, so okay, they, they might know. What Eu amo o Brasil. Here. Eu gosto oh, muito da cultura God. brasileira. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do like Brazil, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, that's, that was our, that's our favorite soccer team. You know, that's our favorite that was, team. Dude, with Ronaldo, Nazario. Fuck, yeah. that was my guy, dude. He was the reason I started watching the sport. Like, not, 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 he's not the reason I started watching the sport. But, you know, when I was uh, a little kid. Uh -huh. I would watch professional soccer because my dad would watch the Mexican league. And I'd be like, dude, no one can dribble through the players here. And yeah. I, I and that would frustrate me because you do that in recess all the time. And like, yeah, well, that's, what you do. That's, that's, how, that's how you like to play. Well, well, I would watch like professional soccer and be like, dude, that's not the, no fun. I don't, I don't want to play in that, you know, because yeah. like no one can dribble through defenders. And then I saw Ronaldo in the 98 World Cup and it was like uh -huh. he was the he was doing everything that you do in recess, you know, or like that type of player would do in recess. And yeah, he just it was from there, dude. I was just that was my guy. That was my guy. But yeah, man, no, no, no. Back to the game. That game was not fun, dude. Now you didn't miss anything. You did not miss anything. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't look like it. it yeah, it, it didn't really look like it. I mean, Argentina, yeah. I think, is a better team right now than Brazil. I'll say that. Yeah, I think Brazil. Yeah. They, I think, I think Brazil thinks that it's better than what it is. I um, think Brazil has the better players, um, but mm -hmm. I think the team, in terms of putting it together, I think Argentina has put together solid performances. Like they know what they got to do, and they go out and do it. You know, like. Um, because mm -hmm. yeah, like the fact that Otamendi is like leading the line back there. Oh like, my god, come on, guys, come, come on, on, bro. Man. And then Brazil has Thiago Silva, Marquinhos, yeah, no, but Thiago's done, dude. This, no, this, dude, this he played hella man. good for Chelsea this get season, that man off the field, dude. Dude. <laughs> he's about to get injured throwing like a hip out. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's done. Hey, hey. Let's get some let's get some other beasts uh, in there, dude. Shit, like, it's that's... time though. Like Danilo's out there doing his thing. Oh fuck. Hey, you yeah, know dude. who though? Militao, bro. Militao. Yeah, that's the boy. That's the boy. He's coming up. That's the boy. He is coming up, dude. And he's 22. Yep. No, 23. Shit. 23. Whatever. That's that's my guy right there. He's yeah, got a he's got a forehead on him, dude. That is a weapon. <laughs> okay. If you've seen that thing. 
thing is a weapon. Um, but but yeah, no, game was trash. So I watched that game. Um, I watched like the UFC event last night. Oh, yeah, didn't t- the dude like break his ankle? Yeah, it, like it snapped in half. Oh, uh, Lord. I mean, it's a vicious sport. Like that, yeah, like, I just can't watch. Like, that it's ridiculous. Like, it's just like, it's just like ridiculous. Like, what is that, yeah. dude? Like, yeah, it, people it, just people literally just watch somebody get traumatized. Like, right, like, and that's the thing about that sport, dude. Is like sometimes they look like they were just fucking dead. Like I always say, I don't think I could ever be like. I don't know how it would be if I was like a family member of somebody that was like, yeah, like nice. if my, like if my son. Yeah, decided to become a UFC fighter. I don't know if I could like. I don't watch. know if I could watch that, dude. No, I know. Like, it's just it's too nah, barbaric, man. Um, it is. Uh, I'm sure it's tough for the family, dude. Like, like even if they win, they always say like every fight takes a little bit out of you, and. I did talk. Like, yeah, dude. Like the dude can't even like go play with his children now because he has a broken foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. That boy broke his ankle, dude. Yeah. And and yeah, exactly. Nah, it's nasty. And I mean, you know, sometimes it's like it's a vicious sport. Like, there's no doubt about it. You know, sometimes it's concussions. Sometimes it's like broken. I mean, broken nose is whatever. Kinda. You know, like within the 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 you know within, like, the, within the context of the sport yeah right exactly it's one of the like, it's one of the small it's right. crazy that that's one of the smaller injuries <laughs> right like yeah. no one has a good looking nose in that sport if you see because that that's been destroyed <laughs> um you know j- broken jaws like yeah dude, it's it's a it is a vicious sport um and and yeah i mean if i was a family member of these guys it'd be difficult I'm sure our boy doesn't doesn't practice MMA though. Or oh, our resident guest, uh, the yeah, Silv. The Silv, dude. Yeah. Um, he actually was supposed to get a have a fight, but he got injured um, recently. Uh, I don't know if you know what happened. I'm sure he won't mind me telling the story, but he got into a fight. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> he showed up to the baptism like beat up, dude. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> And I'm like, what the hell happened to you, dude? Uh, it's like nose was busted up. Uh, he was like, no, I got into a fight. And I said, where? And apparently he got where into a fight. Where could you possibly get into a fight? He got into a fight at a puppy football game <laughs> with the oh, other oh team. My God. <laughs> with the other team. Dude, he said one of the dudes pulled out a knife on him. <laughs> like, of course, I mean, that part of the story doesn't surprise me that like, yeah. that's included in there. He said it was all eleven too. All and then I he need said to the, hear in the, the story the is the only thing that I need to hear in the story is how many he was taking on. All I of guarantee you, it wasn't one. It was it was, no, it was all, all eleven of, yeah. on the field plus the plus the plus the subs, and he was just yeah. no literally <laughs> dude by himself. He literally <laughs> dude. He said, I mean, when he comes on again, he'll be able to relate the story a lot better. But he said it was like him versus a starting 11 and the bench decided to join in on the ride. And he was giving out free rides all day, he said. <laughs> and then the coach even got in on it, knocked his ass out, too. And the referee got yeah, in the there, ref- too. It's just like, and his own team. Okay, no, dude. No, no. Um, okay, dude. Yeah, but that boy self. Um, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. We're here to talk about Dragon Ball. Yes, we are. Okay. And we figured today would be a good episode to talk about the Tournament of Power arc. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. that one is the most recent one. I mean, excluding the movies, obviously, but it's the most recent one in the anime. And um, it was, I know it was one of the most viewed arcs, uh, but not without its flaws and we would probably argue some major flaws um Mm -hmm. so you know right off the rip like how did you feel about that arc so 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 i was just recently watching a totally mark like review of the whole thing Mm -hmm. and i don't want to like misquote him but you know kind of kind of going through it again like 
I think there are pockets in that arc that I think really, I think showed the, the capability of the show. So I think it, to me, I think it's probably the strong, like one of the strongest arcs in super, um, if not the strongest, um, in regards to, I mean, I think animation, I oh, think yeah. story-wise, I think in there you have some pieces of really strong stories. Mm-hmm. I think what hurt the arc, in my personal opinion, is that there's so many characters to care for mm. that so many of them just get kind of lost in the... They get kind of get lost in the sauce. Like, everybody right. kind of... They try to give everyone, like, a little bit of the pie, and within that, like, it kind of... It kind of diminishes it, you know, it kind of diminishes the the quality because you're trying to extend it to so many. So that's kind of so that's kind of my interpretation mm-hmm. of the arc, because, uh, yeah, I mean, you have some really cool you have some really cool moments in there. Yeah, you do. So. um, I am conflicted because this was. I watched it, obviously, when it was airing and. Mm-hmm. um. There definitely were some moments I feel like as the arc progressed, it it picked up. Uh, there were oh, yeah. some there were some nice little things that they did there, and and uh, and I, I they threw in like a little Easter egg, not not so much an Easter egg. I'd like to say it was more of a little homage. Um, mm-hmm. So if quite you, a few. Okay, okay, but the one that really stood out to me that I think maybe at the time resonated with me the most. Um, and I don't know if you know about this one, but it was the Bulma one. And so the Bulma voice actress, she actually died mm-hmm. uh, uh, like around the time that it was being filmed, like or, you know, recorded. Yeah. And so uh, I think I, I think it was like the original Bulma voice actress. And when Vegeta's mm-hmm. and this is, you know, obviously we're going to have spoilers on here. Um, but when Vegeta's uh, yeah. fighting Jiren and uh, mm-hmm. he's essentially losing and he 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 accepts that he's going to be knocked out of the tournament and he uh, is kind of falling back. You know, he's beat up his clothes, his attire is all ripped up and he's falling out of the stage and he it flashes to Bulma. And he mm-hmm. starts crying, you know, I thought that was like, that was a nice little touch, you know, um, because, you know, n- other dudes that got, um, you know, kicked off the stage, dudes that lost during the tournament, you know, they took it like whatever, you know, when Gohan lost, right. Uh, yeah. He was just kind of like, yeah, all right, whatever. Now I'm here on the bench. Um, yeah. But I, I thought that was really cool. So that type of, that type of thing there, I, I really, I really enjoyed. Um, and then some of the animation was really good in terms of Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. That was the best animation, I think. Um, but like you said, they have way too many characters because they have too many universes. And it makes it difficult to start caring about these different uh characters you know and we can get into some of them let's say jiren late a little later um but i know that he was like a big focal point in the arc there's a lot of mystery around him uh it's debatable whether he was actually a focal point but yeah i I, I might i might might argue against that he's a focal point but yeah okay okay so we'll, we'll cross that bridge um but yeah there being too many characters not being able to hone in on the struggles of any real um, fighter or, or challenger, I think made it feel more just like, I don't know. It, it just felt like they were fighting and the cool things about the arc were either little tidbits, like I just talked about and, or the animation and like the transformations and that, you know, but I felt like it lacked a little bit of substance or maybe a good amount of substance. Um, yeah, but. a little, little bit of direction. I think uh, a little bit of direction, a little bit of stakes because mm-hmm. the stakes, I mean, so this is what I'll say, right? The stakes, I think, are pretty high. And and I'll, and I'll say that. The stakes they are, are. 
because because you know they're gonna get erased. You know, they're gonna be so. But I think what is important about stakes is that yes, there's an overarching a meta stake, and then there's mm-hmm. also the stake that is uh, on a on a on a micro level, right? Where it's like where you're actually fighting, and and I think that that is kind of what kind of hurt some of these pieces was the fact that there are there were so many different types of fighters that it, it sometimes it felt hard to believe that they were actually gonna be able to overcome universe seven and maybe that's and obviously it's because universe seven is like the main mm-hmm. the, the, the main, main you know one. it's the main it's the, it's the main cast so right. it makes sense that you know we would feel that way but never did i really ever feel like that they were like in super grave danger. I, if anything, I would have wanted the Jiren universe to have like a much more of a presence within the arc because the arc is so long. It's like, man, I forget. It's like almost like 40 episodes. It's pretty long. Actually, I was, I Googled how long the arc was and it said um, about 130 episodes. Nah, I think that's the, the entirety of the show. Oh, oh yeah. No, I think you may be right. You may be right. Yeah, that's the entirety of the show. No, like the arc starts around like 94, 95. And, and it can even be argued that it even starts even earlier than that when they're recruiting the, the Yeah, you're the, right, you're right. Anime people, episode. right? Like they're recruiting Frieza and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, you know, like it's um, the stakes didn't feel high when they were fighting the, the, the lower level folks. And, and that's not to say that, you know, Krillin needs to be fighting this dispo or anything like that right but i think they're they're because i think there's so many different things going on that it really made it hard to juggle an antagonist in there mm-hmm. um in in the the juggling of the antagonist was hard i think they kind of put themselves in a hard spot because you wanted to highlight all these different characters that we've been introduced like I mean, fuck, now that I'm saying it out loud, there's so much shit happening in this arc because there was the moment with Master Roshi when he was going to die and then Goku Mm -hmm. had, like, that moment with him, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. moment with Piccolo and Gohan, Mm -hmm. uh, that moment with Vegeta and and Bulma. Mm -hmm. There's the moment with, like, Khalifa and and Goku, Mm -hmm. Kaba. Like, there's so many. Like, fuck, how many are those already? Like, there's so many. Like, too (laughs) many that it works against its, you know... Uh, what it's trying to do yeah like there's so many i don't don't even want to call them side stories because i don't even know if they're side stories because many of them are just like an episode or two Mm -hmm. like like i know that the master roshi one was like one episode yeah it it was it was nice um but kind of like the payoff i feel like it wasn't it wasn't that like satisfactory, even though it was a nice moment, it wasn't that satisfactory or the follow up wasn't that strong. Right. Like I think about the Piccolo one and Piccolo, you know, it was a cool moment about like, you know, where he kind of realizes that Gohan is now grown up and mm-hmm. can defend himself, you know, which is a cool moment. But like he gets eliminated in like a shitty way mm-hmm. <laughs> like Piccolo does. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like doesn't, and it's been so long since I watched the arc. But correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't Gohan? He's fighting. Uh, is it? Um, it's not Dispo. Uh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. I can't believe it. I know. I know who it is. It's the dude with the big ass hands. Um, with the with the with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah, um, I forget his name. This Poe Jiren and uh, uh, uh I know he does the guy. Justice Flash, but whatever. Um, That's the boy, though. I like him. Yeah, and doesn't he like grab him from behind? And I then don't he, know, dude. I, for, I forget. But all I sacrif- know is that like, oh no, Gohan is the one who sacrifices himself. Yeah, to get him kicked out. Yeah kicked off because right. it's it's the reverse it's like a callback mm-hmm. to the saiyan saga you know it's like a it's like it's like where piccolo or, oh, or like or piccolo okay. did the same exact thing for Gohan right and like to save him so it's a callback right. it, and it's a nice callback you know yeah, that's nice okay. yeah it, that's it's cool. nice to see it and it's nice to mm-hmm. see that you know you get to see some progression i mean it's a cool 
it's a cool moment to look back of like, oh, wow, like, go, you know, it cements Gohan as like, he's his own person now. And, mm-hmm. you know, that Piccolo now can trust his mentee, which is mm-hmm. cool. You know, it's cool. It's cool to get that. Um, but then the, the following piece is Piccolo gets eliminated, mm-hmm. like, like nothing. Yeah. I know. So then you feel like, well, that was somewhat pointless. That sacrifice was, uh, it, it really wasn't pointless, but because Piccolo was eliminated so easily, so quickly, yeah, it felt like, you know, um, it, it, it almost kind of was a little pointless. And I, I felt like, I, I definitely feel there were peaks. Um, but that there was, uh, I just felt like you said it was a little all over too all over the place. Um, Mm -hmm. one of the big kind of fights that I remember people were like hyped for was when hit was going to fight Jiren. And, um, and I felt like it kind of lived up to the building a little bit, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I actually, that was one that I personally enjoyed, Mm -hmm. but then there were some that like, I just, I don't know. Like I didn't really understand, you know, I didn't understand Rib right? Like she was just a little too, uh, I I didn't understand her character. Um, uh, I thought like, I don't even remember who Krillin fought. I know he gets eliminated super early. Um, yeah, he gets eliminated super early. Um, I forget who he fights too, but I know that within that little fighting though, he kind of, he kind of, you know, he's kicking some ass for a little bit. So that, that for, was nice to see. For a little he doesn't bit, get yeah. Handled, and then he just kind of gets knocked out pretty easily though. Yeah, and so there were fights. I think definitely, I, I, I liked Vegeta's fight versus Jiren. The thing is though, I did like it, um, but it was a little predictable in the sense that we knew Vegeta wasn't going to win like mm-hmm. um there were a lot of great things there there's that moment where he does a final flash and like you said this I think was another callback to when Vegeta fought Cell and mm-hmm. he did the final flash against Cell yeah um well he does this one against Jiren right and He's uh, a typical Vegeta bravado, right? Like you can tell his pride has been been damaged and uh, he's going to go out on his on his sword, right? Like he's just, yeah. he he's if he's going to lose, he's going to lose swinging. Um, and so he blasts Jiren with the final flash. Like, yeah, for a second, it looks like he might do damage. But in the back of your mind, you know. Goku hasn't fought Jiren a second time. Like he hasn't activated Ultra Instinct. There's no way Jiren's gonna lose this. Yeah. So that's like when it gets into that territory of it's already you already know what's going to happen, even though it's a new episode. And even though it looks cool. Yeah, like it just doesn't resonate the way it should. Cause if on face value, it has the ingredients too. But because we've seen this play out far too often. Like, it just doesn't, it's like, oh, okay, like, this looks cool, but Vegeta, we know what's going to happen. And it's just, yeah, it just, I don't know. It, Like you said, A, the stakes don't feel high enough because, I mean, we'll get into, like, what some of the wishes were going to be and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, 17's wish and um, the fact that we'll get into that. But uh, it felt like, the stakes were high, I guess, in the sense that the universes would get um, erased. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, the issue is, as a viewer, we don't necessarily get attached to a universe per se or mm. a giant community or something like We get attached to individual characters, right? Mm-hmm. And so if they would have maybe trimmed the fat a little bit, the amount of characters and focus on if the character loses, he dies, you know, 
like mm-hmm. he's gone that's a much more morbid like um feel like it feels more sinister it's like you'll be a little on more on edge you know and mm-hmm. i feel like that that could have helped the story a little bit but but yeah like you said the, the stakes they they tried to make it high but it was a little kind of typical dragon ball like i'm gonna blow up the world and or mm-hmm. i'm gonna destroy the universe yeah um, and either we've become so desensitized to it that it just doesn't really resonate with us or it just is never really going to resonate with us because who we care about is the characters the vegeta the goku the the krillin the gohan right like those characters and if one of them were to die you know we've talked about it before like uh, when future gohan died in the trunks special that was you know that's an emotional scene you know like that one you know like it, it actually resonates with the viewer, I think. So that that's kind of how I felt on the stakes part, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they tried to do that, though. So I don't want to discredit them that they didn't do that because they did. Like Master Roshi, that's the first example yeah. I think of, of. Like, you know, that's him saying before I, this, I'm, if I'm going to die, this is what I want to do. Right. And, and mm-hmm. like this is where you get the callbacks, all the stuff. Piccolo, same thing with Gohan. Right. Like, it's just like they, they, they do play with that idea of being dead. So like. Mm-hmm. They do play with it, but there's just something about the whole feeling of it. And it might be because it's a tournament that it creates this like environment where like it it's not necessarily so much of a story that revolves around the tournament. It I I feel like something something is just missing there for me it in regards to game. There, there's a disconnect the... there. Okay. And maybe it is just like they we don't see them in the sidelines, right? Because like that would be I think something else, right? Of like, well, Krillin's out, but he's still he's on the sidelines. So we see him, he's still alive. Right, so, right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like they're still there. That, I think yeah, that takes away from I think the 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 weight of the of the loss. Exactly. You know? Right. You don't really feel the void because you're still going to see the character and at it it is a tournament and the tournament arc is one that dragon ball really likes um other anime have used it also but um it's um, it teethers between uh like being a a game almost a tournament Mm -hmm. where if you lose well you're like you'll still be like you'll be on the sidelines like you said you'll be watching the the tournament and so for the viewer still sees that character does like you said doesn't really experience the loss and then also it you know it's on that uh very like uh what would you say like a it plays with the apocalyptic type of not apocalyptic sorry like the kind of um like the end, the it, the the grand finale of of a series and the ext- not extinction but the end of a of a universe and so mm-hmm. um, it just I feel like it it just has a little bit of a lack of focus and then the stakes I feel yeah they they're just not there dude like that I know they try to evoke it and i know they tried to put it in the series they they literally say the stakes are the universes will be wiped out but it doesn't feel like that you know and it always feels like goku is is right there and he's gonna get us out of this rut you know like he's Mm -hmm. gonna be the dude to save the day and that that to a degree can be okay because listen he's the main character but i don't know it there was just something about the way it was handled that i just uh, it didn't make me feel like you said, like we were on the verge of losing something, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's because, because in the midst of all the, like it's because in the midst of losing everything, the series is also trying to tie up all these different other storylines that it started. Yeah. So 
it, 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 it's kind of just like a big jumble, you know? It, it reminds me of the Majin Buu saga a little bit, where they're just trying Love to that. tie up all these different things. And, you know, we even get the Vegeta sacrifice in this, too. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, they try to redo it again. Yep. But, you know, before, we, you know, the more we get into it, the more I'm realizing, you know, it's just a lot of shitty parts about it. But did you have a favorite part in the in this arc? Did I have a favorite part? Um, I mean, I, I did. There, there were definitely moments I enjoyed. I, I'm obviously a Goku fanboy. So when yeah. he when he turned uh, Ultra Instinct, um, I, I really enjoyed that part. I, I, I enjoyed the Master Roshi one, the one where, you know, he if you could see it was it was affecting Goku. The fact that Master Roshi felt like he was on his deathbed, essentially. Um, uh if I had to pick one, man, I really like that Vegeta Bulma one. Um, if I had to pick one, I mean, this is super like, uh, I don't know if the word's cookie cutter, but it's basic, I guess. But it is when Goku goes, you know, master ultra instinct. And, mm-hmm. and you know, he like catches Jiren's attack. And he disintegrates it. Yeah. And then Jiren tries to hit him and he just dodges it and hits him with a doo-doo-doo. And he just like fucks Jiren up. Like that was probably my favorite part of the of the series. And I love the animation, dude. Like I thought I, I I know because I was uh at the time there was a YouTuber. I mean, I'm sure he's still around, uh, but he would talk about the animation uh mm-hmm. of Dragon Ball. And he, he was big into like the actual animation, uh, you know, like that whole animation area. So he knew a lot about the actual animators. And he said he would look at the credits and see who was animating the, 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 that particular episode. And he would say, oh, they brought out the big guns. And so yeah. um, that, was, that was my favorite. I know it's not like the most emotional invoking, but I thought it was taking Goku obviously to another level. And um, there's a moment where Goku says, uh, like, I'm not some I'm not some hero, which I know that was the intention of Dragon Ball from the beginning, not to make Goku be a hero, but just to be a guy that rolls with his friends. Um, And so he says it right explicitly. I'm not some hero, but if you touch my friends, like that's when I get pissed, something like that. and so, yeah, I would say that was my favorite moment. You know, that that final Jiren versus Goku battle right before the like final, final battle with Frieza and 17 and, and Goku. Hmm. How about you? Um, I would say, I mean, you know, I'm not that big of a Goku person. I think I've grown to like him a little bit better. But I will say, just to add on a little bit to that piece, is that it, I actually thought it was a really cool transformation and I thought it was really well done. So I, I, I commend them for that because I think that Super in many ways has fast forwarded or kind of expedited mm-hmm. Goku's transformations, mm-hmm. which I think kind of lead to, you know, kind of just superficial transformations yeah. in my opinion. Um, so this one actually felt like he had to work for it, which was and, nice. And not only it, that, and sorry to interrupt you, just to add on to that a little bit. Um, he actually, and we don't know this while he's fighting, but he can't be in that form for too long. And there's that yeah, moment. He dies. Yeah, right. He was, like his body almost can't take it. And that, right. And that's when like we says, yes, Goku has, has reached ultra instinct, but he's still a mortal. Like he's not a God. So mm-hmm. his body isn't meant to you know be a host for that form and i thought that was something they haven't done with other form transformations you know um Mm -hmm. so just adding on to that (coughs) (coughs) yeah yeah man it was a cool it was a cool transformation you know it it was nice i think it looks sick too so yeah oh yeah uh, and he and he just fights different you know and his uh, i think demeanor is different too yeah, his demeanor is different. Um, he's just, uh, you know, it, it, it was cool. It was tight. It's probably one of my favorite parts about it. But I think my favorite part of it, I think, is between two. I think it's, 
and I don't know if it's parts, but I think it's just portrayals. I think like the portrayal of of Gohan, I thought I I I really enjoyed. I thought Gohan kind of stepped it up mm-hmm. from what mm-hmm. we've normally seen him in. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, which I'm leaning towards, this is probably my favorite, is Frieza. I think Frieza's inclusion in the team and in the tournament, I think is such a dope idea. But that's because I really like Frieza. But his mm-hmm. like his whole like thing until into the very last episode is just kind of like He's just shifted so much and, you know, I hope he doesn't become a good guy, but like he, he goes through so many different transformations, not necessarily like, you know, fighting transformations, but I'm talking about just like personal and mental transformations, Mm -hmm. you know, like he tries to like, he still tries to be like sly and like tries to be like sneaky and tries to make like a, partnerships with his with freaking frost and like you know even to the end where he's like trying to like you know he still doesn't know if he can like trust goku about what he told him about you know so it's just he he's so like sneaky and and, uh at the end you know he works together with goku which was which was nice you know i don't think i mean i wouldn't have first saw that you know yeah i don't from when we saw him in the namic saga so like Mm -hmm. It was it's a cool it's a cool transformation, you know. I just hope he doesn't become like the next Piccolo. Right. Where they've turned the villain into into one of the good guys. And that's gonna that I hope that, that doesn't happen. But I would say it's between those two, but I would I would probably say it's the it's Frieza. Yeah. No, I uh I, I hear you. I think um what I like about Frieza is that you 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 never know and and honestly you kind of do know that he every his intentions are out of his own personal gain yeah. um and uh to me that makes it like okay yeah but can we really trust frieza and you kind of know you 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 really can't he was yeah, doing can. it he was doing it so that universe 7 wouldn't get wiped out and he wouldn't get wiped out um that's but but it's still it's enigmatic like frieza doesn't necessarily say that um so there is that little gray area of like you said wait is he turning into a good guy i hope not um and i'm here on the other side saying yeah but you can't really trust frieza like you know he's he's always kind of he's conniving right and um even the way he hides out until uh like right until the very end when Goku uh, is about to get um, is about to lose to Jiren and he saves Goku. Um, you know, he was hiding the whole time and and so was 17 apparently. Oh, <laughs> wait, yeah. that was a moment I really liked. And I wish mm, I liked when 17 sacrificed himself. You know, yeah, 17's a boy, man. I think they 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 did him right in this one. I think so too. I I I feel like them bringing him back. I mean, I get it. They they wrapped it up with him being the the victor, but man, when he sacrificed himself, I don't know if you remember, but he's using the force field and he's mm-hmm. protecting like um universe seven, and he's looking back, and he's an android. He's never had feelings, you know, like or he. Like he's been devoid of emotions for a very long time, even though he has a family now. But he he looks back and he's they're telling him to like, you know, get out, you know, to to move and like stop it, or you know, he's gonna get killed. And he comes to peace with that. He kind of like he accepts it because he says, um, it's that moment of, you know, for once I'm I'm okay with this because I care for these people behind me that I'm protecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think a big, uh, a nice character development right there, you know? And oh, yeah. for sure. And, and, and that was, that was something I really liked. So for sure, the, the, the tournament, the, the arc itself had some, had some moments, you know, oh, yeah. for sure. Had, had some, some moments. moments. Um, but I think, so I do think, I do think Jiren was like, 
if he wasn't the maybe focal point's not the right word but he was the like end game he was he was the thanos to the to the arc um and initially i was intrigued by him i'm like damn this is a bad man and he is but uh his character like it was way too cookie cutter for me you know Mm. it was um not very creative like he's not even a villain really you know he's not a bad guy so it makes me think they're going to um he can potentially fall into like that uh beerus type of role right where they're super strong they're not really a bad guy but they fight goku they join the good side and then they just kind of they fall to the backdrop like they're just in the background they're not doing much um but yeah I liked what I saw from Jiring from like a fighting perspective. Um, but there was just his character just reminded me like it just felt way too simple. Like it just it didn't feel very creative. Um, and I don't know, it just he didn't end up resonating with me. You know, I know he's popular, but yeah, he didn't really resonate with me. I would love to have a conversation with somebody that like thinks he's a good character because I, I I don't I don't understand it I don't see why people would say that like pe- people would find him intriguing at all like you don't know anything of him like there's nothing they didn't share anything they had like one episode where they like dedicated like to like an attempt to do a backstory and it's just mm-hmm. like and it, well and it, it was but a, again he's not a bad guy so yeah exactly so <laughs> so you know so it just kind of falls kind of on deaf ears it is just i it, he is what i said like a couple episodes back of like this is when the silent character goes wrong <laughs> this is the epitome of that because there's so many times where like he just doesn't say anything mm-hmm. like there are times in the story where like his own teammates are trying to get his attention to talk to him. All right. Still doesn't say anything. So like, I don't understand what the, I mean, I understand that like at the end game, yes, it is for Goku to fight this like beast, you know what I'm saying? Like this super strong person, but like, shit dude give him something give him give him give him i don't know give him something man give him like a little talking piece or something give him give him give him something that will show some charisma or something because other than that is this doesn't work like no oh, yeah he, he, he just doesn't work like he's just a big brute right yeah, he's just yeah, like yeah. a big brute person like guy and it's just not intriguing at least in my opinion it wasn't intriguing at all like yeah. Well, the the thing with me was, yeah, he's struggling in the like in in the charisma department. Um, but the thing with me was, uh, so his motivation, right? Like he lost his family, of course. That is tragic. That's traumatic. Um, yeah. And and he, it was from then on that he realized he had to get stronger to defend his loved ones and defend himself. Um, but then to me, it felt like it would have been better if the one who killed his like family and his, his people was Bardock. And Goku is a spitting image of Bardock. And so the reason, because Jiren doesn't even care about the pride troopers, you know, he doesn't care about Topo, Dispo, yeah. any of them. Um, if Jiren joined this tournament, spe- not even caring about his universe, specifically mm-hmm. to defeat Goku, you know, yeah. because Goku, whether he likes it or not, carries the blood of the person. And obviously now I'm just kind of, I'm going into like, uh, like a hypothetical, but uh, Goku carries the blood of the person who destroyed his his people like made his his life um 
a living hell for a, a, mm-hmm. a moment, you know, like I felt yeah. like, but, but as it is, it didn't, it didn't connect with me like uh, for, for, for this to be it, right. This is the, where the crescendo happens. This is the peak it's here. It's Goku versus jeering. It's all adding up to this. Um, Jiren doesn't care to fight Goku. Like yeah. he, he doesn't care to be there. <laughs> no, exactly. And yeah. and Goku really his motivation to fight Jiren at the beginning is simply because Jiren's so strong, right? Like and that, yeah, that that's always his that's always his that's strong. always his thing. Until that one moment where Jiren tries to like, you know, kill his or like destroy his friends. Um, and then Goku, that's when he said that's when he really like upsets Goku. But yeah, I just felt like that's that's the that's it. Like that's the motivation for this character for this particular arc. This is the end of the series. Um, yeah. you know, and so yeah, it just it wasn't ah I don't know, man. I don't know if they're gonna he was just missing that man in the recipe. I, I think what would have helped too was like if they would have just chosen a, a route you know they didn't choose a route with him they 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 should have just made him a bad guy and then mm. you know and then he's just a bad guy and even then it makes sense why he doesn't want to talk to the troopers you know yeah. what I'm saying like it's like well okay well yeah he's the bad guy you guys are fighting against you know he's your frieza he's your like he's your guy that like you can't trust but at the end of the day like the pride troopers have to trust him but it, it doesn't feel like there's even any animosity it almost just feels like he just doesn't want to just be there like he doesn't even like he just doesn't care like i wonder how he is in his universe like he's probably right. just sleeping all day right meditating like, he's just doing day. nothing like, well <laughs> like, what, what the... is he doing like is he like fighting somebody or what you know what i'm saying like there's no like there's nothing there for us to grab onto of like who what what exactly do you use this power for like you have all this power and strength like what exactly is it that you use it for you're right you're right and like and i unless mean I, unless i missed that unless they nah. say like in the pride trooper like is he like a part of the pride troopers or he's like fighting grime or i i i must have missed that i i don't really remember it's been years like three years and some change since i watched it but i was watching um an anime reviewer i I forget because he was actually criticizing the pride troopers and he said like the reason why the pride troopers could have been like a really cool thing Mm -hmm. um but he says the thing is what makes these type of mm, teams if you will uh like what makes them work is the fact that you you have to see that the characters within that group care about one another so if one of them dies or if something happens to one of them it yeah. actually affects the other you know other members in that group as opposed mm-hmm. to like if dispo dies jiren's just like whatever it's like no sweat off my back um yeah. you know and so i think that was a big mistake um you know they could and and also like they just kind of who is it bergamo uh he just kind of says oh you know no 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 is it bergamo no it's beerus or weiss i fuck i can't believe i forgot uh but they say oh there was someone in that universe there's someone who can a mortal who can rival the gods of destruction happens to be jiren at least that's what they're insinuating i'm like dude that's huge like yeah like this you can't just gloss over that (laughs) (laughs) right like come on bro and so they just it's they they that's like a that is a story in and of itself i think um or it could be right so um yeah i just felt like they didn't handle him properly i think there's potential there because i i do think i like um well the the I like his fighting style. I won't say it's my favorite. I think Hit has some of the best in terms of the boy. Yeah. yeah. He he was cool. Like if he was the last dude, that would have been cool. Like if he was the main antagonist, that would have been really yeah. cool. Um but how did you feel about the ending? 
I thought the ending was was cool. I mean, I liked it. I I don't really remember the wishes, but I from what I remember, like that the ending was tight. It's probably one of the better episodes in the whole series, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. You had, you had some cool visuals. You had some cool dialogue between Goku and Frieza. Um, you had a uh, yeah. You had, I thought it was a solid episode. I didn't think it was. I don't remember the the, the wishes. I I want to say. I forget what the wishes are. I know seventeen had one, right? Didn't he? Did, didn't he? Yeah, he had a role. Well, he it. won. He right. won, right? So what did he? What did he wish for? He wished for everybody back. Uh right. He did, um, but Which completely, completely unravels the the whole well, point of the tournament. Right, and well, what ends up happening is because he wishes for that Zeno. Is it Zeno? I think I think it's Zeno. Um, they decide to bring all the universes back because yeah. because what they wanted to see was people that were selfless, and so they ended up you know just bringing everybody back. And then Seventeen was able to go on a trip with his family, like on a cruise, because that was the wish he wanted. Um, he wanted to go on a cruise with his family. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. We just had this whole thing <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, but so me, mm, I like the last, the last, uh, the last battle. I did. I thought it was really creative. Like, I never ever would have thought I'd see Goku, Frieza, and Seventeen on a team yeah. together. Um, that was great. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. The the, the the one thing was that that last part, you know, the, the wishes again, we go back to everyone gets wished back. Everyone like, uh, it completely like just eradicates everything eradicates that you had. Those 40 episodes. We just walked. Yeah, exactly. This. Exactly. And that's kind of like, ah, uh, that's Dragon Ball again, not wanting to commit to these the the darker side of 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 yeah, its the, the, story. The mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but before we, before, I know we're almost up on time, but one of the big things about the, the arc, um, obviously you had Ultra Instinct Goku, you had Vegeta's form, um, Jiren, the introduction of Jiren and the Pride Troopers. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of different things. We talked about a good amount of them, but it was actually the song, the introduction of that song, the ultimate battle. Um, how did you feel about that song? I don't remember it. Ah, okay. It's uh, it's called Ultimate Battle. I'll have to play it for you. Um, I'll send it to you. It's uh, it's Uh basically like Goku's Ultra Instinct theme song, and um, uh, it was like a big thing. Like, it turned out to be. I'm sure if I were to YouTube it, it's got millions of views. Like it, it, yeah. It was one of those like everyone was talking about it type of thing, Um, Mm -hmm. and so. You know, I personally liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it, to be honest. When I first heard it, I was like, what the hell is this? And then mm. it actually grew on me and it ended up liking it. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll send it to you so you can listen to it. Uh, or it, it, it will. You'll remember uh, once you hear it, like you'll be able to recall it once you hear it. Yeah. You know, but maybe it didn't make that big. It's just like I'm not super big into like soundtracks. Like I'm not super like really into this shit like that like you know i told you too like i play video mm-hmm. games without the sound on like i'd rather just be listening to music of my own or a podcast so like apologies if that is like blasphemous but like <laughs> it is it is really not like a, a like a thing that i'm like looking out for like i think sometimes it sticks out but it's not something that i'm like oh yeah that song's pretty cool like right. you know like it's just not especially if it's in japanese like I don't understand what they're saying anyways. I'd rather just look at it in silence and just read the subtitles. Well, um, there, there's two versions. There's the Japanese and the English one. But yeah. uh, anyways, forget about it because, like, you know, it's fine. You haven't listened to it. But um, <laughs> overall, this was our first, like, anime or Dragon Ball Super Arc review Obviously, we're yeah. going to do more of these, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. Um, and we figured we'd finish off the episode by 
you know, whether or not we recommend this as an arc to watch, because think about it, an arc, you're going to get in bed, you're going to have to invest a lot of time into it. They, there are many episodes. And, yeah. um, you know, we're going to give you our perspective and whether or not we think it's worth your time to watch it. So I'll go ahead and hand it off to you, dude. You could Go ahead and say whether or not. What's, you what, what, what's the what's our scale? Is it a is it like a recommend or not recommend? Or? I would say yeah, keep it like that. Okay. Simple. Uh, out of this, uh, at a at a super, I would say, I I'd, I'd recommend. I recommend right. to watch it. I think it's one of the better ones, if not the best one. So I, I I'm on the recommend side. I think it comes with an asterisk, though. I think you can definitely skip uh a couple i would say skip the whole beginning and just kind of start off in the in the like in the middle once the once the khalifa fight kind of happens like with uh with, with goku oh the kefla one that, yeah the one yeah kefla one my bad yeah the kefla yeah. one once that kind of comes into steam like shit starts to pick up but yeah like, yeah it definitely does the first like 15 episodes i'd be like yeah nothing you can do without yeah you probably miss some you know the Roshi and the Krillin stuff, but who cares? Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. Um, They're still alive. Right? They're all still alive. All <laughs> They're all still alive. Um, yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I would also recommend it. You know, the arc um, is not without its flaws, like we've discussed. Um, but from a writing perspective... Uh, Dragon Ball Super could have been better and uh, I can tell that they put effort into this arc it's just that the scale of the arc was too huge for them to handle there were too many characters too many stories I think it made it a little difficult for them to try to hone in and focus but that being said there are a lot of cool moments you know Um, and 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 yeah, I mean, there's good animation, there's cool transformations, there are some emotional moments, there's new characters, there's there's a lot there for you to enjoy. So yeah, I would recommend it as well for sure. For yeah. sure. If you haven't seen Super, like I think I would recommend to start with this one. Really? That yeah, I would recommend to start with this one. Uh... Yeah, for sure. Because this was the one that I think has the most juice I think if the other we'll talk about the other one we'll about. talk about the other one so i guess my question isn't i'll save my question for another episode but yeah um yeah because it's really only between future and this i mean this really wow you're gonna tell me my the, personal uh, opinion you're gonna tell me the um what's the other tournament oh shit i forget the one with champa if destroyer or something like something that. like that i don't right? forget what it's called we'll yeah. get into that uh-huh. one uh when the time comes but um all right cool so you know both of us recommend it like you know like we said there are some some good things on in the uh in the arc there's some uh it is enjoyable there is some entertainment um there are a lot of cool things so uh definitely watch it um if you're into dragon ball super uh, but with that, you know, I think we'll wrap it up. We'll go ahead and sign off, right? Yep. Yeah. So, um, yes, you know, thank you again for taking the time to listen. Um, we appreciate your listenership. If you're watching this on YouTube, please, please, please hit the like and subscribe. It means a lot to us. Um, and you guys let us know, you know, did you enjoy the uh, universe, Universal Survive? God, the tournament of power arc. You know, I'm not going to say the like the <laughs> official arc name, but the tournament of power arc. Did you guys uh, enjoy it? Um, did you not? And if so, you know, let us know. Uh, but yeah, you know, you can uh, let us know if uh, what your favorite moments were. Uh, if you enjoyed Jiren, you know, if you thought that was a great character, Chewin wants to know why. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll uh, go ahead and sign off. Um, and you guys well, make can sure catch you it. follow our Instagram page. Uh, oh, before you, yeah, CSB pod. Okay, so you heard him. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can let us know there as well. 
you know what you guys yeah. thought about thought about the arc um you can also follow us on twitter um all of that's going to be down in the description below and uh yeah we'll uh, go ahead and sign off and we'll come back next week all right so until next week stay safe Ninja.